dead of night, as people sleep, that's when the spirits creep. As the bell tolls three, dark things take power. We like to call it the supernatural hour. to the Supernatural Hour. Uh, we're going to do a special episode this week. Very special. Double um, special. I had some scheduling issues with uh, Raven and Chad, a.k.a. Dawn. Uh, they were out of town when we scheduled the recording, so they were unable to attend. So I actually got together with some of our other investigators uh, that are on the team as well. They go by the Buko Boys. That's right. <laughs> so, so this week, um, they they are also members of the the paranormal team. They're members of WIFs and uh, Apps. And one of the things that we're trying to do with the the show is we're going to be bringing on some of the investigators on our team, so they can talk about their stories on how they got into the paranormal, kind of like what their life was like before they joined the team and how they got uh, became a part of the team. And I thought one of the the, the best people to bring on the show, I know we've already had uh, Mike on, and, and unfortunately Mike is no longer on the show. He's still part of the team, but he just had some family obligations that he wanted to take care of, uh, spend more time with his, his wife and kid. Uh, and the show is kind of taken away from that. So he's stepping back, uh, stepping back for a little bit uh, just to spend more time with family, kind of like Castle did. So this week, like I said, I've got the Buko Boys. So um, we'll start off with just kind of like, if you guys want to talk about some of your experiences, because I know Del, um, you guys are brothers, obviously. Yes, Del, sir. Del and uh, Devo here. Um, so you guys grew up with the paranormal. It's been around in your lives, like your whole life, right? Uh, for me, yes. Yeah, I, I, so. uh, me, I haven't. Uh, I didn't experience a lot uh, like like my brother Dale did, but but Dale definitely did. So, um, what were some of the experiences you had when you were growing up, or like what's some of the the first things that you kind of remember happening? So the first thing that I actually don't remember this. This was something my mom told me that happened. I was probably around six because this happened right around when one of my grandfathers passed away um she said i was using the bathroom and she had to go downstairs for something and while she was downstairs she heard me calling for her and when she came up i asked her why she closed the door either closed the door or opened the door and she was like i never did what are you talking about i said yeah you did and she said oh it must have been the wind and i told her no because the handle turned and it freaked her out, but that was probably the first thing that I can think of that has happened that's actually has some kind of tracing back to, I guess. But uh, other than that, I was having a lot of stuff going on around the ages of like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, till I was about 13. And then when I was 13, that's when I shut my third eye and kept it closed till damn near 30. <laughs> <laughs> See, everyone I've talked to, like, they've had their third eye open when they were a kid and they experienced this stuff when they were a kid. For me, um, I might have had it open and didn't realize it, but I, it's kind of like you. I didn't start doing anything with it until well, the at, last couple of years. At our 
when I was a kid, I mean, we had no outlets. There was no internet back then. There was no way of communicating worldwide with other people experiencing the same things. And there was no paranormal TV shows. At the you just time. thought you were broken. I was like, something's <laughs> wrong. I'm crazy, but I know what I'm seeing. <laughs> but I mean, there were some things out there. Like there was that show Sightings. There was some Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. Um, there was a In Search Of. But uh, there wasn't anything good, uh, you know, nothing good outlets. There was no, I mean, Ed and Lorraine Warren existed, but I didn't know much about ghost nothing hunting you could or anything. To is what you're saying. Nothing yeah. at all. I mean, I heard, I, hearing other people's ghost stories I was able to relate to, but didn't make me seem as crazy. But like with you and mom and dad, when I would tell you guys things, you guys kept either teasing me or telling me to <laughs> shut up about it. Or, and I'm just like, I'm not crazy. I swear to God, you guys, this is, shit's happening. Just, you know, growing up our house, um, our house would creak. You know, our house would creak. Yeah, you could so, hear every footstep. Yeah, you could hear things and the, the settling. And so, like, I would hear that too. So when he, whenever Dale would mention something, I just was, I would think just the floor is creaking man like so let me down. tell you about the floor is creaking this is probably the my first memorable experience that was scary enough to get me out of the house i had other experiences growing up before this like i would hear things walking around i'd hear you know i'd hear things going on at night i'd hear like above my room where nobody was at at night i'd hear walking around or like the chair moving around up there but um this thing happened that it, and just like probably 90% of the things that happened to me were all in the daytime. And like this event, like other events would happen when my mom would take my brother to either his dentist or orthodontist appointments. My dad was still at work and I was just home doing homework by myself. So I'm in about fourth grade because I'm doing a dinosaur report. <laughs> if you what remember was, the dinosaur was, report, the dinosaur was, sure Iguanodon, <laughs> the Iguanodon. I'm sure you weren't like 16 and, and uh, high school there, like your sophomore year doing your dinosaur report. <laughs> <laughs> I was held back. <laughs> Just kidding. But uh, so I'm doing my dinosaur report, and as I'm doing it, I'm working on it in our dining room, which is attached to our kitchen. And from that room, you can see through, you know, past the kitchen and into the living room. And as I'm doing my homework there, I can hear really loud footsteps coming from the living room hallway. And I can't see down the hallway, I can just see where the hallway starts. Well, my dog is sitting right next to me and he gets up, he runs to the hallway and he's looking down that hallway. I can see my dog looking down the hallway. I can't see what he's looking at, but he is barking ferociously, like his hair is standing up and he is mad and he's like, try, he, like something is interacting with him. And he all of a sudden, gets scared and hauls ass over to me and sits under my chair and he's now looking at the hallway and he's growling and crying at the same time. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Packed up my homework and went outside and finished my homework outside until my mom and brother came home. And I didn't tell them what happened because I didn't know what to say. I'm just like, hey, this is, this shit's crazy. <laughs> You're just like, I'm just chilling outside because it's nice weather. Yeah, it's nice out here. And <laughs> here I am doing homework like a good boy. I don't believe you. I don't think you ever did homework. I sure no, I'm did. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and um, then, uh, I mean, things would happen constantly with lights turning on for me. Only when I'm home alone, like any time of the day. Just, But when I'm home alone, I would get a sensation that would come over me. And I knew something was going to happen. And it was like a dead silence almost and then I could hear whatever I, I don't know how else to explain it besides maybe the sound of electricity uh, like okay but um I would feel and hear electricity and then it was just like 
kind of encompass everything around me. I'm like, hey, something's going to happen. I know something's going to happen. And then I either a light come on or off or footsteps or something. But I, I would, or stereos coming on or off. But yeah, I would get that sensation and I would just be like, all right, here we go. But, um, but yeah, and then, I mean, I've seen multiple spirits. I've seen full-bodied apparitions. I've seen- In your house? In the house. I saw- Wait, um, shadow how that, people. How did that shit make you feel? Like, how did you cope with that? Knowing that, like, oh if you told God. your brother here, your parents. So let me tell you about this story. They so, think you're crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm getting out of the shower one day, and my brother and my mom are home, and they were waiting for me to get out of the shower, finish showering, so we could go to the grocery store. And you know, we we're young, so we had to go with my mom. Anyways, I'm out of the shower. I'm just in my towel. I'm in my bedroom now, and I'm about to get dressed. As I'm turning, I'm turning and I'm looking into my mirror that's standing on my dresser and I can see my doorway through my mirror. And as I'm turning and I'm looking in the mirror, there's an old lady with her hands in the door jam and with her head (laughs) in my door staring at me. Just hands, face, and a little white afro. And I see that just plain as day as I'm turning. I'm like, what the hell was that? And I turn around, there's, there's nothing there. And I'm like, I have to go through that damn door. <laughs> so I, I'm just in my towel. I grab a pair of shorts and a t-shirt out of my, uh, off the hangers. I just like rip them and bolt out my door up the stairs, still wet. My hair, everything's still wet. I get dressed at the top of the stairs. My brother and my mom are outside waiting for me. I run outside and I'm like, hey, you guys ready to go to the store? Let's get the hell out of here. You guys ready? Because <laughs> I, I couldn't, I didn't know what to say to him. I, didn't, I couldn't say anything. I was freaked out and I just wanted to get the hell out of the house. And it was just like shit like that would happen a lot. But in like times where I did tell them, like everyone was home for this one. I saw my grandpa and he was the one that passed away when I was younger when I was like around six. And this happened, this, this happened when I was probably like, 11 12 ish my brother and i are sitting in the kitchen watching tv we had a a tv in the kitchen and as i'm sitting there watching it my brother is off to the side of me sitting on the two steps that go down to the dining room and i could see him in my peripherals the whole time i'm watching tv he gets up walks around me and goes downstairs to my parents room and hangs out with them which i seen him do that whole thing but as i'm watching tv i forget and i could still see him sitting there in so your peripheral. In my peripheral, I could still see him sitting there. I forgot he had gone downstairs. So something funny happens, and I'm laughing, and I don't hear him laughing. So I turn to see why he's not laughing, and it's a silhouette, a dark silhouette, like see-through, transparent, but like the Channel 3 that's all snowy, and you can't, you know, yeah. there's no, yeah. It looks like that inside the silhouette. It's all like, you know, looking so like that. So it's just kind of like white noise, basically. Yeah. If white but, noise had a, a... But yeah, the snow on the TV is what it looked like, but transparent inside the black silhouette of my grandpa. Well, he turns his head and makes eye contact, even though I can't see features, there's no features on him. Kind of make that eye contact, and I knew instantly who that was. And the moment that happened, he was gone. Like, not even a blink. I don't think I even blinked. It was just not even there anymore. But I know exactly what I saw, and I ran my ass downstairs, and I jumped <laughs> on my parents' bed. My brother was in there. I'm like, I just saw my grandpa. And they're like, what? I'm like, I just saw him. He was sitting upstairs. He just looked at me, and he's gone now. And they're like, okay, crazy. Get out of here. <laughs> like, you didn't see shit. Go, go to your room, you weirdo. <laughs> but, I mean, things like that would happen to what made me, I think, shut my third eye. That makes sense. But, I mean, I, mean, I also got scared. That. 
if you don't have that support or like someone that you can confide in, you're gonna have that wantingness to just kind of shut it off. Because, I mean, it's it's for people nowadays like they have those shows where chip coffee goes in and uh-huh. they help the kids that are coping with this that they don't know how to deal with so they go in and help kids cope with it i would love to have had something like that i could have probably been like very far advanced in learning what the hell's going on with me <laughs> i mean a lot of people our age grew up with their their gifts and not having anyone to turn to mm-hmm. and unfortunately a lot of people kind of shut themselves off to it that's what i did because that was it freaked me out i mean i had not just weird experiences i had some scary ones too though like i had i felt like i was going to get attacked one time and then other times where i've had that sleep paralysis feeling that i was never asleep for and this is all when you were a kid yeah but i don't know how i would have dealt with that especially when you don't have anyone that believes you you, or so i mean like when this whole stuff was going on like what was your thoughts like how did you or like how did you take it did you think it was crazy or i I didn't think he was crazy, and it wasn't that I didn't want to believe him. Um, I think part of it was just like I, I couldn't grasp because I wasn't experiencing it. I don't know how he could have, and so I never really, I never, I never brushed off like he's crazy. I, I, I definitely teased him. I mean that's for sure. But uh, but it was it, it was just because it was just out of big brother love. I was teasing him. I never I never truly doubted him. I just couldn't grasp it because I didn't experience it. And when he would tell those things, um, you know, to, to, to me and my parents, I, I like I said, I, I just razzed him because he's my little brother. But but a part of me was like, interesting. I wonder, I wonder what, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, I wonder what he really saw. Like, I wish I would have seen that, you know? That's kind of what's going on through my head, actually. So at one point in time, like, so obviously you believed him. Uh, it sounds like. So what, when was like your first experience with the paranormal? Like what kind of got you to want to become an investigator? I've always been fascinated with the supernatural. I'm, I'm fascinated with, with spirits, uh, Bigfoot, aliens, you know, any type of cryptozoology. Like I've always just been fascinated by that. I, I, I guess, you know, the, the, the idea of what's really out there. Uh, has always just kind of sparked my interest. I would always watch any type of show around the supernatural. And uh, answers, I guess answers, you know, the answers to the unknown. What is really out there? And me and Dale would always watch paranormal type shows, you know, uh, from Ghost Adventures, Unsolved Mysteries. uh, That's as far as back as I can remember going back to. uh, Anything like that. We just, me and Dale were always just really into those shows. And we finally were just like, we could do that. Like, we could grab some of this equipment and just start doing it. And that's exactly what we did. We just would, we would just illegally go places, <laughs> um, break into abandoned, I, I did that with a couple of friends, maybe even Dale too, break into a couple abandoned buildings, uh, do uh, cemeteries, uh, and just, we just slowly build up our collection of just buying equipment. And then, uh, it started yeah. opening me back up again, though. And that's, that's exactly right. I don't, okay, all right. I don't know how, how deep we can get here. We can go but, deep. But, uh, <laughs> so... As far as you want to go. I, I so, <laughs> all right. So, I, I, me and Dale went through a phase of our life where we both had to move back to our parents' house almost at the same time. And, you know, we, we had already... It's, it's called adulting. Yeah. <laughs> we adulted our way back to our parents' house. <laughs> you know, we, for whatever reason, we end, up, we end up back at our parents' house, coincidentally, within like two months of each other. 
and uh, we both lost our our homes in that in the housing crash. Um, and we started watching those shows, and I think we, we just started having like I don't know, like the, almost like epiphanies, right? Like we could do this. Like why don't we do this? Like, we're so fascinated with it. Like we've got the capability and means to do these things because we're adults. Like, <laughs> we have cars and we, money. Yeah, like, <laughs> we should do it. And um, that's what it was. I mean, I think it just stemmed from that. Don't, don't you think? Like where we, we got the wild hair up our ass to just go start doing it. Yeah, we're talking about the '80s, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, it was just—it was kind of like that. It was just kind of like that. We started doing those things, and and then Dale started telling some of his coworkers. That we just started dabbling in it, and then they said, "You know what? There's this there's this big guy over here that you need to talk. Big bearded guy you need to talk to. <laughs> big bearded sob. <laughs> you need to go talk to. Goes by Tim. You should talk to. And then we found out we went to the same high school together, but never knew each other. Yeah. yeah. De- so Dell and I used to work together uh, for I want to say like three years before we met each other. Um, Probably. <laughs> yeah. I, Different I mean, shifts. Yeah, he worked in the morning shift, I worked on the swing shift, so he was always leaving when I was getting there. But one of the dudes on the weekend shift that worked in the mornings uh, started talking to Dell about it, and yeah, exactly that. He's like, hey, there's this big bearded dude that's way into the paranormal, you should meet him. He gave me your business card, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, so, so we got to talking, and it wasn't too long after that that I brought both uh, the Buco boys here onto the team. And I haven't regretted it since. These guys are awesome on how they investigate. Uh, we actually did an investigation not that long ago. Like two and, nights uh, ago? Yeah. <laughs> and we some good EVPs, too. But we'll get to that, because that's some of the newer stuff. But oh, I wanna, awesome. I want to talk about, I know we've done a lot of investigations together. We've done, like, needful things. Yeah. Um, family tree. Family tree. Uh, we even did that uh, the paper shop that was next to the family tree. They let us come in and, and the, there. And the oh, crystal yeah. shop. And the crystal shop, yeah. That's, that's right. So we've done, we've done a bunch, but there's there's some stuff that you guys, or I know that at least Dell's done that uh, I haven't been able to attend. I don't think you've been able to attend either. But I know that you've made a trip out to Waverly. Yes, sir. And we actually did an episode on Waverly right about the same time, and I wanted to get you on that episode to talk about it, but there was just some scheduling conflicts. That was... So riddled with spirits. So, um, so now that I finally have you on the show, uh, I want to hear about some of your experiences that you had at Waverly. Um, if if that's not putting you on the spot or anything, no, it's, it's not just... putting me on the spot. And I, I did have some of those notes down, but that that place. So, as you're staring down the halls, and it's all lit up by the moonlight because a lot of it's all kind of outdoorish, mostly, and. You're staring down these long hallways, and as you're staring down them, you can, I anyways, I'm seeing these shadow figures coming out from the sides and walking across from one side to the other, and then some coming back, some just kind of leering out and coming back in, and... Do you think if I was there, I would have seen the same things too? Some people could see it, some people couldn't, Okay. and I'm just like... I'm watching it and seeing it all day. I was like, I could just watch this all night and just I'm seeing them all. And I'm walking down the halls and I'm I'm feeling them kind of watching me from certain like some rooms had some spirits, some didn't. But the ones that did, I definitely was feeling them in there watching. And uh, yeah, there was just there was a lot of bad stuff in there. Um, but there were some times where I would I was feeling like where this one uh, spirit would be standing. And she would be talking about, the guide would be talking about what goes on in there and everything. 
and then she would mention where things would be happening. I'm like, holy shit, that's what she's talking about, right? Where the spirit is. But some of the times, like some of the ones that I had taken pictures of in some areas, and I did send those to Brandy. Brandy had was able to tell me which spirits were there and everything, which was pretty cool. But um, she was my peaches here. Oh yeah, peaches. <laughs> but um, there was this the body shoot, the body shoot that goes down to the. Uh, well, explain, explain. Oh, you guys talked about the body shoot on the episode. That's right. Yeah. We did, but for people that haven't listened to that episode or don't know much about Waverly, you want to explain what the body shoot is? So there were so many people dying there that they didn't want to keep having these ambulances or cars picking up all these bodies. So they created this body shoot that goes out the back where they were able to take bodies when nobody was seeing bodies leave and they were stacking bodies and then what vans or whatever would come around and load them all up and t- haul them out in masses. But, um, yeah, because yeah, like when you just see your friends and the people that you're there, the you're discouraged, just like dying and uh, like daily people just being carried away. It, yeah, it's, it's exactly that. It gets you discouraged. It's kind of disheartening and, you know, you feel like you've got no hope of surviving when you see all of these people dying. So that's, like you said, why they created uh, these death tunnels or body shoots. So TV, right? That's what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, it started that way and then it kind of just turned into a bunch of crazies. Yeah, it was a tuberculosis hospital originally and then when they kind of found the cure, it um, shut down for a little bit. And then I believe they wanted to open it up... um, they, they opened it up as an old folks home. Oh. And there was a lot of abuse and neglect um, with the patients. Uh, they actually got to the point where they would abuse them and they didn't care if the patients died. Basically, it became a place where if you had a, a quote-unquote loved one uh-huh. that you didn't want to deal with anymore, you dropped them off or waved oh, them. And you basically there was never the, there were like that all over the country. There are places everywhere like that. No, when you get there with with all the, everything you just said, Tim. Like I wonder, if Dale, if you can like feel that energy. Like it's just like some. Well, when you walk up, oh, just the drive up there. Uh-huh. Like, like it's like a, like a drop. It's long a drive little way. eerie drive oh, at okay. night. You're it's full trees on both sides. Okay. And at night you can't see through the trees. You know it's it's not that bad in the day, but at night it's pretty eerie. But um, but yeah, you get there and it's just you. You can you can feel it coming out of okay. that building. But anyway, so the body shoot. I'm staring down this body shoot, and as I'm looking down there, I could see this shadowy figure kind of get up and then come back down. Kind of get up, look, kind of lean forward, kind of looks like it kind of lurches forward and then drops. Wow. And I'm like, is anyone else seeing what I'm seeing? Yeah. And I'm trying to explain it to some other people. And actually, as I'm explaining it, they, they're starting to see it now. And then this one time, actually, I almost turned and started running because this thing looked like it was coming at us. Like, it got up, come big, and it lurched forward. It almost looked like it lunged. I mean, it's way down there. Like humanoid shaped? No, not, almost like if, if a humanoid stood up, but had like a tarp over its body. And so oh, it's, you're not seeing the actual shape, but you're kind of seeing the mass of it kind of come up. Okay. So I guess huh. if you were to... But you're seeing it shadowy, like. It's shadow-like. But, but um... This thing kind of got up and lunged forward pretty quick. And I was like, ah! I kind of turned. I was like, what? <laughs> you know? No? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, but I, I was like, holy shit, I know what I saw. So someone else saw it too because they kind of was like, oh my God. But um, I think we actually talked about that spirit on our episode because there's the rumors or the sightings of a spirit that would... I don't know if it would like run across the ceiling or if it would run. There was something the... like that, yeah. But I didn't that, see yeah. that. It would, like it would like charge you and like basically like run past you or something like that. 
Um, it, it sounds very similar to like what you experienced. I don't know if it was the same spirit or not, but it could have been. I'm, I'm sure but, seeing something like that was or the creeper probably, or something like they call it, something like that. Yeah, but um, experiencing experiencing that was probably not very comforting. No, but it was still a cool experience. And then <laughs> some people decided to go down there and like kind of shine the light as they go down to see if they can see anything. I didn't want to go down because you had to walk back up, and I'm not about that. So I was letting them all do that and let, just kind of watching from where they were from at the top. And there was nothing down in that area that could have looked like it was climbing up. At the bottom of the very, at the very bottom of the chute, it was kind of like a, a fence. And there was a tar, like a clear plastic thing that was flapping. But you could see that flapping. It had nothing to do with the mass okay. that I was seeing. Because I was trying to debunk whatever in there. I was trying to see what was down there. There was nothing down that middle area that could get up mm -hmm. to cause a shadow to kind of come up that was pretty nuts um i did contact a, a spirit of a female that was actually on the uh ghost meter pro who i've i've never had a spirit stay with us this long and i was talking to her we went across the almost the whole bottom floor talking to the same spirit and i even asked her and she was very um cooperative with the answers and very like she would repeat the same answers when we would ask her if it's her, and then I'd ask her a few things, and it was always her. Um, now, did anyways, you do the normal thing that Ghost Meter Pros do where, like, it comes and goes, or was it just tapped in the entire time? It was tapped in the entire time. Okay. So that's what I meant. That's what I meant by... I, I wish I could have been there for that, because in my experience, where I've seen something tapped in for, like, more than five minutes, because yeah. I've had a full-on conversation with a spirit once. But they leave and come back. Yeah, they leave and come back. No, I've, this I've was done this on, steady on, not the, turning off. Yeah, I've, I've experienced that a couple times for, like, a good half an hour, oh, where wow. it's just tapped in the entire time. Um, but in my experience, it wasn't a human. It was inhuman. Um, I don't know if you picked up on that at all, or if like well, here's I, the I've thing. never seen a human spirit. Not saying that it wasn't a human spirit because I wasn't there, but I've never in my in my experience uh, with the Ghost Meter Pro, I've never experienced a human spirit that's had the energy to stay tapped in for more than a couple minutes at a time. I won't say that it it wasn't or was because I didn't pick up on whether it was or wasn't. I just it felt like the same spirit, but uh, it didn't seem like anything bad. But it did stay with us the whole throughout this whole bottom floor. And we asked it, like, are you able to leave this floor? And she would say, no, she can't. And we were like, come on, you've been with us this whole time. Just We're going to walk up these stairs. Just please come with us up these stairs. And she would say no. Well, we ended up, after going past these stairs even a couple times, um, we went to the stairs. Okay, we're going to come up. We're just come with us up these stairs. As we went up the stairs, turned off. And it was stayed. It stayed on throughout this whole time. It, but the moment we told it to come up the stairs and we went up the stairs, it it was just like it said. It can't go upstairs. It just didn't feel like it, it was. It was too scary to her. I like think it something is keeping keep it down it. there. Yeah, mm -hmm. there was some bad stuff down there also. Not on that floor. We were in this room. It was this room. I can't remember what the name of it was, but um, there was a throne in there because it's part of their Halloween getup and stuff. Yeah. Well, in that room, it's known to have a lot of bad activity. Well, something was happening to me in there, and I was like, what the hell? I almost felt like I was, like, my boxers were riding up the side, and I'm like, ah, what the hell? Tugging on them down, but it was weird. Well, didn't think nothing of it, just thought maybe the way, doing a lot of walking. Succubus. Anyways, <laughs> when we're hey, done with... I've dealt with one of those before, sort of. Well, when we're done with that area, and we're talking to the guys, they're cool to hanging out, chilling with us. She was talking about how in that same area, this older gentleman said he kept getting his nuts grabbed like someone was like tugging on his nuts <laughs> i was like what'd you say 
She's like, yeah, it's this one guy one time. He was talking about this. I'm all in that room right there. She's all, yeah. I'm like, that son of a bitch got me too. <laughs> you get molested on investigation. I do. You were there with when I got my ass grabbed. Uh, several times. It wasn't me. <laughs> Everyone says it was me. It wasn't me. But he was me. in front of me. Even though he's got that long reach, he couldn't get to me. <laughs> there was a good, no like, matter how hard I tried, he wouldn't do it. <laughs> there was a good like three or four feet between us. But yeah, you got you kind of got your butt pinched a little bit there. That oh, it was a, it was a one grab. It was a one two. He got me with the one two. <laughs> he did the one cheek, and I was like, something just grabbed my. And then he got the second one in him and rah, got me good. Give it a little lift. <laughs> he did. <laughs> you you were there. You witnessed the. I think I just got. My, I got the whole fast cheeks grabbed. <laughs> I might have that on audio. I hope too. you do. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, Waverly was pretty damn rad. I mean, there was a ton of experiences we had. You could actually, we have a whole episode on that on our uh, podcast. We'll plug that f- real quick. Buko Boys Podcast. <laughs> Check us out. <laughs> where, where can we find the Buko Boys Podcast? On every format there is known to man. Yeah. All right, then. <laughs> Just put the Buko Boys or Buko Boys. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Buko Boys. B-U-K-O. Oh. <laughs> All right. No, Selfless plug. Thanks for that. that You're welcome. Yeah. This is a commercial <laughs> break, folks. <laughs> we don't have those here. Um, so, obviously, we just talked about Waverly with Dell. What, what was like one of your first or one of your most uh, like favorite investigations uh, or places that you've been that like you really want to get back to? Um, me, gosh, I I personally really like residentials. Um, Part, part part of me is I, I like to serve. You know, I like to help people. So, people that are you know struggling with they don't know what's going on with their house. They feel whether they're just like they're kind of spooked out or whether they feel like you know something bad is in their house. I I like doing that. It's a little bit more intimate of a you know environment because you don't have so many people. Um, you don't have so many rookies. It's, it's people that are a little bit more experienced, and you're just trying to help somebody. Um, I've had some pretty, you know, pretty interesting things happen uh, during those uh, recent. Okay, I'll, I guess I'll tell you two stories on orbs. I'm not a big fan of orbs. Yeah, okay. orbs suck. I, F orbs. I used to love orbs. I'm like, oh my god, look at this orb. Never yeah. loved orbs. Uh, yeah, I, I've and, and I and I would hate when I see shows and people say, I took this picture and there's these orbs and there's and faces and there's a face in the orb. I'm like, there's not. Okay, um, to be honest with you, orbs like can be real spirit energy. They can. Usually, it's not an actual spirit itself. It's just kind of like the energy that the spirit's emitting. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. You'll see the only orbs. I really like are the ones that you could see either with your naked eye or they're moving in video uh-huh. the way they're moving not just the stupid oh I took a picture and there's a million orbs in the cemetery at night yeah and that's what I'm gonna moist. get to right now it's moist outside <laughs> <laughs> so we did an investigation um god I'm trying to remember where this was at I can't remember the location but we did an investigation and I went into the bedroom with Mark on the team it's probably West Valley yeah, really. I, I want to say it was on the west side of, the, of Utah. I just can't remember exactly where. And we're in the room, and it's, it's dark in there. And you know, I'm trying to take some pictures, some some videos. And I look, and just a couple inches off the bed, I see this light. Like I said, we're in the bedroom with no lights on. I see this orb go across the bed and then up. And I was like, what the hell is that? I got it. I got it on video. Yep. Sent it so, to Peaches. And she's like, yep. So you saw it like without any instruments, without any equipment. Yeah. You saw it just with your, your own two yeah. eyes. Luckily, I did get it with my with my camera. 
Luckily. You got it with his camera and his bare ass eyes. My bare ass eyes. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and so I saw. So what it was was I, I had the I had actually I actually don't use like a camera. I actually use a, uh, an iPod Touch. There's no cellular data to it, so it doesn't set off any any things, and I can I can use it separate from my phone. Um, and so I was actually just kind of just I had it out, and I just kind of looked down at the bed, probably because I saw something in my peripheral. I look and I just see this colorful light. And it was really small. It was a, it was a, probably the size of a, a nickel maybe or a quarter. It was really small light, and I just see it go across the bed, just a couple inches off the bed, and then up into the corner of the room. And luckily, I just had my camera in front of me, and it, and it did catch it. And I sent it to Peaches, and she goes, "Yep, you got something there. That's cool." And uh, another time in Eureka, Eureka, Utah. We were in, um, I can't remember, it used to be a grocery, uh, department store, I can't remember. The Gatley Building. The Gatley Building. And uh, I'm taking, I'm snapping pictures, and it's, again, this is, it's pitch black. So as I'm trying to snap a picture, it kind of flashes a couple times to create light so it can, you know, focus. And while I'm snapping a picture, I see this, from the smartphone, okay, from the iPod Touch, I can see this light, this orb, rise up from the ground and dart at me. And I actually stepped back because I thought it was going to hit me in the face. I saw, directly I saw him do that. I was like, what the hell is the matter yeah, with Yeah, I'm like, I just caught it. And, and luckily, I caught it on camera. I thought it was a bat. Like, but there was nothing There was nothing in the sky. There was nothing going on. But the way he jumped back, because he did it right in front of me, and I'm looking up, and there's nothing. And I'm like, what, did, what just happened? Uh -huh. But who was with us? Someone else saw it with you. Didn't, no one saw it. I'm the only one that saw it. I thought but, someone else saw it. But Lurch and Elisa were, were with us. Yes. In, in, in that room. Um, so I was like, whoa, crazy. So me and Lurch went kind of back to back trying to snap pictures, see if we catch anything. I went to another area, and it comes around again. And this time, it comes right at me, and I, and I, and I, I didn't catch it because as I was snapping, uh, it didn't focus in time to catch the you orb the flying. You the of it, though, right? What's that? Did you get the, No, you didn't get No, I didn't get any of it on the second time. But I did, I wasn't scared this time, and I just kind of, I remember I just wanted my senses to kick up, because I wanted, because it came at my face, and I wanted to hear if I heard wings. Like, I was trying to see if it was a bug. Now, granted, this is this was in November. There's no reason there should be flying bugs in Eureka, because it actually snowed that night as well. They don't, they're not alive, all right? They're in, in November in, in Utah. And I tried to hear if there was wings, nothing. So anyway, I showed it. I showed it to Peaches, and she was like, "Yeah, you you got something there." And funny enough, probably a year later, Ghost Adventures went to Eureka, and in the exact same spot, they also caught an orb moving. It's in the a, same in spirit, a though, and it's the exact same spirit doing the exact same move. Yeah. And yeah, but I, you had a better picture of it than they did. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. I remember when that episode aired and seeing your post on Facebook. You're I like, posted that. You're like, this is my picture. Like, I got it in the exact same spot. Like, I was there, and then yeah, it happened to me. Because you can see the stairs in the background. So you can, I actually lined up, and I was like, my my evidence looks better, though. Just, just saying. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah those, those, you know, those two things were, were really... I, I, I found it really interesting because I, I actually always debunked orbs. I just was like, no, there's nothing, there's nothing. Which I still believe 98% of it is nothing. When people show me pictures or anything of, of orbs. But these two times were, I was just blown away. It just shocked me. Those ones were, yeah, those those type of orbs are, are not orbs, are anomalies. Yeah, yeah. 
In an orb shape. Yeah, in an orb shape. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the tricky thing is, is with orbs, especially in video, even even if it's like moving erratically, I've personally gotten video of so-called orbs where uh -huh. the more I've watched it or showed it to people, they're just like, yeah, dude, that's a bug. Because when you're using like infrared, yeah, a lot of the times the, just a white... the bugs, the their wings are reflective enough that it just looks like a white ball. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Um, so sometimes when you're doing the infrared, it's it's hard to distinguish between an actual spirit energy and you know dust or water molecules or bugs or whatever. So I mean, orbs are really really difficult to prove that it's spirit energy. To be honest with you, any evidence we use uh, is it's hard to prove that it's real. Um, sure. I mean, I know I know when we put stuff out there and we post it on you know facebook or wherever and we post our, our evidence um we only do that with stuff that we a hundred uh a hundred percent believe that it's actual evidence and not something that was faked or or whatnot and, and you know if someone's able to prove us wrong you know we're willing to admit like hey yeah you're right uh -huh. um I, i'm glad you pointed that out to me and we'll we'll pull it down and and not use it as evidence anymore um but yeah, it's it's orbs are it's it's really hit or miss. I'll tell you yeah. the craziest looking orb. It wasn't an orb I saw. This was a cloud. This was a damn cloud. It was weird. But this like this wasn't anything that happened. To, this was happened to me when I was a kid. So during that time when things were happening to me a lot, this thing came out from the side of my bed. And we had water beds, so there was no underneath the bed. It just was solid to the ground. But from the base of the bed anyways, this cloud came out and formed in front of me. And I'm sitting on my bed, staring at it as it as this thing manifests in front of me and formed this like a little I guess hurricane shape, like like slimer, but white, transparent, and that snowy thing inside again. And I'm like, I'm calling my brother to come in the room. He won't come in because he's talking to chicks on the phone. <laughs> so he's like telling me to shut up. And I'm like, get in here. And he won't come in. I'm uh, yelling for my cousin who's home. He's upstairs. I'm telling him to come down and check this out. He's like, I'm eating. You come up here. I'm like, I'm calling you guys to come in here to look at something. Me coming out there does nothing for anybody. <laughs> so I finally am like, okay, forget it. I, I, try to, I don't want to get off my bed and like run into the thing. So I slide down my, my bed to the base or the bottom of my bed, I get off it, and as I get off and I'm kind of staring at this thing, it's like rotating toward, it. there's no features on it, there's nothing to it besides this cloud shape, but I can notice that it's rotating as I'm walking around it, it's freaking weird. But I just go, I wasn't afraid of it either. There's nothing about it that seems scary, nothing. But I go upstairs and I tell my cousin what I just saw, and now he's like, oh yeah, I'm going down and check it out. We go down there and it's gone. Yeah. And uh. But that, that was weird. That wasn't a light anomaly. It wasn't an orb. It was a cloud. And I've never seen anything like that again. One and only time I've ever seen that. You know, fast forward 25 years later, hindsight, what, what do you think all these things mean? What do you think they are? I think I just, I had these abilities that were giving off a, a beacon to these spirits that were trying to come to me for questions or, or answers or something, or they wanted help crossing over, or they could tell I could see them maybe. And okay. But I, I couldn't do anything for him. I was too damn scared of him. <laughs> you know, I'm a little kid. What the hell do you want from me? <laughs> well, and I've, I've heard that actually happens quite a bit with kids where they can see the spirits. And the spirits know it. 
and they want help and they get frustrated because they're not receiving the help they want. But yeah. you as a kid, you, you don't know what the hell you're doing. Yeah. And you know, you haven't had someone show you or guide you on how to handle these situations. Well, also, actually, let me tell you an outlet that I, the only outlet that I found at that age, which was not a good outlet, was a Ouija board. Oh, okay. Yeah. So at that age you're off the team <laughs> so at that age like what what do you have to like ghost equipment what what's out there to, to communicate with spirits honestly like growing up in the 80s and the 90s what was out like there I can't think of anything oh, a Ouija thing board. is a flashlight and a voice recorder no maybe, back right? then there was no such thing as a voice recorder that we knew of and you get a I mean, radio shack yeah, yeah they, well, I mean, they, they and then the flashlight trick in it was like, never existed no just like a flashlight I was just saying yeah but, but well, I mean there's like I mean there, there's stuff that I know of now that uh, people used to investigate with for years but as a kid as you, a kid I you're mean, not gonna know like there's said, no you internet the, you don't have the internet there's a lot of there's the no shows TV shows weren't on yeah um, so I mean, you wouldn't think to like pull out a compass. Uh, and the only time you did see something of like Ed and Lorraine Warren, they had a big old camera and a, like the big old double recorder thing. That was all the equipment they had. Yeah. And so it's like, well, even you know, like the Changeling, that movie that came out in the '80s, uh, when they did their séance scenes, you know, they had a medium and they they had the same thing. Yeah. They had the big uh, recorder, the double wheel recorders, and. I mean, that's that's all you ever saw, so... So there's I, no way a kid's going to get their hands on that. And the only thing a kid knows of that's out there is a Ouija board. So I start... Because at Toys R Us. Because <laughs> you could get it at right. Toys R Us. And they call them spirit boards, all this. So I was I got obsessed with what Ouija boards are and everything. And I found out I had a friend who had a Ouija board. So we go over to his house, me and a few buddies, we go to his house. And they talk about how their Ouija board works just fine and all this we're not too good friends with them. We're acquaintances of with them, but we just want to use their Ouija board. So he's like, yeah, you guys can use this, but just out here in the driveway, he goes inside and we're just out there messing with it. And it's working right off the bat. It's working. And we're asking like, Hey, what's your name? He tells us his name. Um, it spelled out the name V E Y V. And okay. That's a weird name. It's probably Jewish. He was saying Oy Vey. Well, <laughs> that's a common last name. Vey's a common last name. I didn't know that at the time. I never knew anybody with a oh, name I didn't Vey. know that now. I, I, I know that because I've seen authors with that name, and I've seen other people with that last name. Well, anyways, the the kid that lives there comes back out a little bit later. He's all, is it working for you guys? We're all, yeah. He's all, did you ask it what his, what his name is? We're all, yeah. He's all, did he say it was Vey? Like, for real? They're like, it's really weird because we were blaming each other. You're moving it. No, you're moving it. And it was working. And, you know, I was asking it if, uh, you know, how many spirits were in my house, if it, if it knew that. And it said there was five spirits in my house. and But I don't know if it knew that, if it was just talking shit. What's I, the significance of the name Vey, though? Nothing. Nothing Why did to he it. ask them? Well, because it was his Ouija board. He knows the name of the spirit that he talks oh, to all the so time. Oh, so he's got that name before, too. Yeah, well, oh. he's so that's the spirit that he talked to all the time. Interesting. Um, I heard some crazy stuff that happened from... The, so the kid's older brother, he was, they played with it all the time in their house. Well, I guess he got in a fight with somebody and asked some, asked the spirit to do some kind of harm towards that kid that he got mad at. Well, the kid who owned the Ouija board that wanted the ill will towards someone else ended up having a, like a heart attack in his sleep. He he wow. lived and everything from it, but yeah, he ended up having a heart attack as a kid. Huh. Yeah, that's it's. 
in my opinion, that's not something to. No, it's not. I would never. I would never suggest for anybody to use Ouija boards at that age because that was the only thing I knew of. It was the only reason why I even considered it, and was obsessed with it because I wanted an outlet to communicate. Why am I communicate? Why am I seeing spirits? Uh, who's going to answer these questions for me? But maybe a spirit can answer these questions for me. Which and I, I get that. I didn't know how bad they were at the time until my dad told us a story of his his buddies using it that he worked with and some of the stuff that happened to them that he was telling me not to use it anymore and so I was like that shit sounds scary I've I've personally (laughs) witnessed people using a Ouija board I was in the room watching them do it Uh, I I can remember it vividly Um, they were they had it in the middle of the bed I was standing behind uh, my friend Cammie at the time and my friend Matt was on the other side of the bed they were the ones using the board because they apparently had talked to it beforehand and I told him where there was some money hidden up in Jeremy Ranch. And I'm, I'm just like, I'm curious. So I like, yeah, I'm in. I so got, a, I got like, a shovel. All right, free money. Let's go. Like, we couldn't find it. So we go back and they're like, let's ask again. And this is, this is when I was there. I wasn't there for the first time. But I see them asking questions and they get to the, who are, you, who are we talking to? And I'm, I'm watching it. And like I said, my friend Matt, he had his eyes closed. Uh, Cammie had her eyes open, and, you know, like I said, I'm watching. So we're watching this thing, and it spells out the name Bruce. And as it's spelling Bruce out, my friend Matt just I started bawling. And both of us were just kind of like, what the heck's going on? And we're like, who's Bruce? And um, what actually had happened a week before, uh, my friend's dad had actually drove out somewhere and had uh, killed himself. Wow. And his name was Bruce. Huh. So when my friend's dad's name came through, like a week after he had committed suicide, oh yeah, I could see him. Like he started yeah. freaking out. So uh, they packed up the board. Uh, we all promised to never go around one or use one ever again because it freaked us out that bad. And like I said, I was just watching it happen, and I never want to be around those things again. Now the thing is, is I, I will uh, tell you that um, Ouija boards and spirit boards and whatnot are, and I've said this before on the show a number of times, they are a tool that you can use to communicate with spirits. Just like anything else we use. The, the thing that we kind of, or I personally don't like is... Amateurs. You, well, amateurs, <laughs> one, you don't know... You, you, it's hard to tell, like, what kind of spirit you're inviting in. You don't know, you can't feel the energy yeah. like some of us can. Um, and if you can, great. But, well, a lot of times people are just asking anything to come through. They're not like specific right. about being positive or you know only welcoming in positive. They're just like, who wants to talk to me? It's, it's yeah. yeah. The analogy True. I always use is it's like leaving your front door open um, and seeing who wants open to come in. Open for the in. best. Like, just, <laughs> you, you might get someone that comes in and wants to hang out in their cool. Oh, or what you was might that get old? That, did, did you know about that one thing that was like a chat roulette or something that was out there a while ago that Google had? Uh-uh. It was like a it was like a FaceTime thing, chat roulette, where you were like face to face Skyping with some random person, and it was like, it was this big thing because people would do that, and there was just like dudes fapping away on it, <laughs> and so it was like a, it was like okay, is this is chat roulette. <laughs> Are you gonna actually talk to someone or just be watching someone fap again? <laughs> yeah, it's it's just you don't know who or what. So Ouija board is the same thing. Pretty much. Yeah. Either you're gonna talk you, to someone real or someone's gonna be fapping in your face. <laughs> More or less, yeah. It's, you don't know what you're going to get. So it's, it's, in my opinion, it's best to not use them, um, even if you have been trained in the paranormal and know what you're doing. Um, the 
the other reason why I don't like using them is because you're actually inviting a spirit to manipulate your body. And because you're not just like putting the planchette on the board and saying go. Yeah. You're putting your hands on there and you're inviting the spirit to basically use channel through you and use you and your energy to Good move point. this thing around. Yeah. This, that's why I, I'm not a big fan of them. Yeah, I'm not a fan um, of them. I'll never use one I again. I mean, obviously, people are going to do what they're going to do. I can't, you know, make people not use them, but I, I, I would recommend against it. I would influence people not to, if we could say we're influencers. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. We yeah. Get, I'll get you exposure. Um, by you being on my podcast, you guys are going to get exposure, so you should give me stuff. The Buko Boys, that is. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got stickers and magnets for anybody. <laughs> so I know we, we've talked about Waverly. We've talked about um, Eureka a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I mentioned we would talk about the tattoo parlor. Before we get in there, is there any, any other places that we'd... You'd like to talk about or experiences that we've had? You know, I, I'll talk about your family tree. Uh, that was our the first thing you invited us to was was a family tree investigation in in Santa Quinn and and me and Dale wanted to kind of go off on our own a little bit, and we were in the dining area, and this is also the first time we met Paul Welch. Oh, this was, was actually our first investigation with the team. That's why oh, geez, that's why I literally yeah, just I, said, I remember this one. Yeah, this was like what four years, and. About that, yeah, three or four. And years. he shared, Paul shared the Echo Vox with us. Uh, we never heard of it before, and we were kind of using it in the dining area, kind of in the private uh, banquet little area in the very back. And you know, it was pretty interesting because we asked, like, "Hey, do you know our names?" And you hear Derek come through on it, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Wow!" And then even you asked Dylan, like, "Do you know my name?" It didn't say anything, or we couldn't understand what it said. But it said, do you know how we're related? And it said, twins. Which we're not, but we look very similar. Yeah, yeah we look very similar. And that was like, we were just like, wow, crazy. Um, Tim's the meat in this brother sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was, you know, that, and that was fun because that was our first um, introduction into a building that we were allowed into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a cool experience, actually, like. Oh, we can be in here, <laughs> <laughs> and and so that that was you know that was pretty good because that was our first time doing something like that and using the Echo Vox and hearing these things come in where it says my name and they they think we're twins. Oh, it there was, was it was it was cussing a storm up too when we got to the basement. We were yeah. using the Echo Vox in the basement and that thing was just like cussing. I've no, I was like, is this thing like? have a lot of like cuss words built into it or something because well, it was just like it said something too F-wisps. you asked another question in the in when we were in that banquet room and it said something i can remember but you wanted to turn it off i don't know if you remember i don't remember but i don't know if you remember oh yeah there was like a that it was that native american spirit right but and, do you remember what and i asked said? i was like it wasn't saying that it was a male or a female i'm like were you ever a human and i said no I was like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, you, you want to turn off, then you just got the heebie-jeebies from that. that, that but anyway, that was, that was fun. That was I the was... first time using the Ghost Meter Pro also. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. It's like, we've talked about the Echo Vox on the show before, and I don't know that we've ever explained what it is or what it does. It's very similar to an SB7 Spirit Box. Uh, the difference is, is the, the SB7 or the SB11, those Spirit Boxes, will scan either FM or AM frequencies and create white noise for spirits to talk to. Now, the Echo Vox is an app that you can purchase on, uh, I believe, the App Store or like Google Play. Yep. And what it does is, is there's, a, there's a couple versions, but what it does is actually they took, I believe it was uh, The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe, 
and kind of chopped it up and that's what creates the white noise. So there might be every now and then you hear the word the because, you know, it was in the raven, you know, quote the raven nevermore. So occasionally you'll get some words that came out of that. They've, they've tried to chop it up enough to where it's not going to recreate a lot of the, the voice or the, the story. Well, you can actually adjust it too to where you can... It's completely it, random how it does it. Yeah. yeah, and you can adjust the quickness to the speeds and, and everything and turn certain sound banks on and off. So, I mean, but when you're hearing like twins or... You know, Derek or Dell, uh, or multiple syllable words through, yeah. through this thing. You know, it's not just giving you words that are from the Raven. Uh, so that's kind of how the Echo Box works, and that's one of the tools that I know we've talked about and we use. But like I said, I don't think we've ever explained it before. Now, speaking of the Echo Box and, and things swearing at you, um, <laughs> I, I know remember, you guys. I remember asking and Ravens, yeah, because <laughs> it was saying like "f" and assholes and stuff like that, and assholes and "f you" and. I was like, who are the assholes? And it's all wisps. <laughs> We've gotten that a lot at Family Tree. And then, uh, I've gotten EVPs on oh, the Kavox that been night, telling wisps to leave. And... That night is when um, Castle was going to bless that book and, and everything. And it went from cussing up a storm to please stop, don't. I remember that. And then as soon as he started doing it, it went right back to F you assholes. <laughs> yeah, what's funny about that book is we've like tried to hide that several times. And it keeps coming back out. Um actually yes, like it, it was gone for a little bit. Like I think we hit it last year in uh January and when we went back in uh April it was still gone. I I recently went there over the weekend. I uh, had a public event there, and half of it was back and sitting on top of a uh, half of it. Yeah, half of it. Weird. Like it wasn't the whole book. It was about half of it, but it was sitting out, and it wasn't even like normally where we found it was where we sat. Like there's a little table down there yes. with chairs around it. So it was actually before that. As you're walking up to it, there's some like uh, oh, that's, that shelving kind of, and stuff yeah. right before uh, there's it looks like an old headboard or something yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not even that like it's it's like at the bottom of the stairs like there's that little side room that looks like it used to be a bathroom oh, or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's like some fixtures or something there and it's actually sitting on that uh, oh, and like I said it's been since like April so it's been a, a good while since we've been there but you know we've like thrown it and, and in places where like no one ever really goes to investigate because like I said, most people just go and sit on that chair, and they don't really wander around down there. And that was and the like night. I said, that book was it was back the other night when we were there. But that night we went is when Paul Welch saw that little spider demon boy. Yeah, yeah, puppy. It was, spider it, demon puppy. It was puppy. like a dog thing, and it was it wasn't small either. It was about four feet tall, I think. Yeah. It was, it was, <coughs> I've never seen this guy. I've investigated with Paul Welch. I don't know how many times, and I've never seen him this scared. Oh, we heard him from upstairs. He was. Yeah. I was standing right next Holy to him. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> I was that standing. sounds just like, oh, yeah. I get it? Oh, I think I got your voice, bud. That was good. I was standing right next to him when it happened. It was kind of creepy. I didn't see it, but I just his reaction, I could feel it. Like would you have wanted to see it? Probably not. I okay. would have wanted to. Um, I think I would have. I would have. I've, I've, seen, I've seen stuff there where it, uh, the entity in the basement has shown itself to one of our investigators. Uh, it basically looked like Anubis, like the Egyptian god of death. Oh, okay, yeah. And when I saw it, it was actually kind of forming over the investigator's face. Wow. So I didn't actually see it like out in the open. I saw her face like literally transforming into this Anubis-looking thing. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. But yeah, there's always fun stuff. I mean, I'm not going to get too much into our recent investigation of Family Tree because uh, I wanted to make this episode about you guys. 
Um, and I also wanted to wait until I've gotten some more stories in from some of the ticket holders. I know there's some people working on some of the stories and stuff that and experiences they had at Family Tree, some people working on uh, EVPs and getting them to me. So uh, I will talk about that on the next show. I know it's going to be a little bit, like about a month or so after the investigation happened, but I wanted to share your guys' experiences with that investigation and not just mine. So we'll, we'll hold on to that for the next episode. But um, talking about your guys' experiences of Family Tree and, and whatnot is actually kind of cool. It's, it's, it's stuff that people haven't really heard before. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I could share this one. I mean, I've seen a ton of different kind of apparitions and stuff too, but probably the one most significant one that, that really scared the shit out of me enough to, like, want to close my eye, third eye. But, um... Like, this thing freaked me out bad. Same thing, same scenario with my mom taking my brother to his uh, orthodontist appointment, my dad still being at work. I uh, I was just home watching TV, hanging out in the kitchen, watching TV by myself, and I'm kind of laying there, propping my head up with my arm, and I'm kind of, my face is looking at the TV, but my head is pointed down towards the stairs that go to the basement, which we all, all our bedrooms were down in the basement. It's not like it's a bad place or anything, but uh, I can hear the bottom step get stepped on. And I look down the stairs and I'm like, that was weird. Uh-huh. And then you hear the creak of the foot lifting off the stairs. Like I hear anytime anyone walks up the stairs. And I was like, that also is weird. So I'm still looking down and then I hear the next step, thud, creak thud creak and now i'm like frozen and then the thing kind of paused and then it went doo, 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 like it ran up at me fast yeah, i got chills again <laughs> and i'm just like ah! you know I, I i freak out i ran out the uh the side door and i'm in the i'm in the driveway now going what the shit was that and i'm walking towards the front of the house like just kind of wrapping my head around did that just happen and as I'm turning and looking back at the house, something just slams the big bay window in the front of the house, and the whole window is just vibrating, shaking. You were that home thing, alone. Yeah, I was home alone. And this is like four or five in the afternoon, and that window is just vibrating like fiercely. Like that thing sounded like it could have smashed the window with how much force it had. And the blinds we had were those long hanging blinds, and they were just waving. And I'm just freaking out from outside the house, like, oh my god. Uh, I I book it to the backyard. I'm thinking the backyard's gonna keep me safe. <laughs> so I'm running to the backyard. As I'm running through uh, the driveway up to the, at, anyways, I'm passing this kitchen window that was always left cracked open for the swamp cooler air to escape. Well, through that window of the kitchen, I can hear what sounds like utensils getting poured out all over the kitchen. And it just sounds like the whole kitchen is getting turned upside down. And I'm just like, I'm gonna be in so much trouble. <laughs> I'm gonna be grounded. This son of a bitch ghost is gonna, get my ass beat <laughs> so but now, at the same time i'm scared because i'm thinking i gotta live here i have to sleep here tonight <laughs> i'm gonna have to put an explicit rating on this show because i know jeez dale <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> i thought this show was already explicit no, well usually no it's, it's not it hasn't been uh not since castle left but um, okay we're back at it's it it's usually me episode. that's dropping the f-bomb or that, that hasn't happened yet this episode but <laughs> not I'm yet <laughs> so as i'm running down uh to the backyard and I'm hearing what sounds like the kitchen's getting turned upside down. I'm I'm I book it all the way to this apricot tree we had and I climb to the top of this apricot tree and I'm just watching for my anyone to come home. And we lived on this corner so I could see when they came up the street. 
Well, finally, I don't know how much time passed, but my dad finally shows up. And I run out the side gate, and I run around to the front of the house to where he is. And he's already unlocking the door and about to open it. And I'm like, stop! No! <laughs> well, Let don't me explain. <laughs> well, before you go in there, I didn't do it. <laughs> and then he's all, what are you talking about? Like, something went on in here while you guys were gone. This whole place is a mess. I didn't do it. It wasn't me. Uh, wherever you walk into, I was outside during that. And so... He opens the door expecting the worst, and there's nothing, nothing there. There's everything was normal. Everything was normal, and he's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm all, "Yeah, psych." <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> so, how soon after that did he send you for a drug test? <laughs> oh, I was probably only like eleven or twelve. Like, no, not even that. I think I was still ten. I okay. think this was that same year. I was still ten. Like, this was freaking me out beyond words. Like, I, I, and. I don't think, I mean, as I got a little older and things were still happening, I grew more accustomed to it, but I was never rushed at like that ever again. But I did experience more shadow people, that older woman, my grandpa, um, than like the, uh, the times that I had that sleep, what they call sleep paralysis. So there was times where, so like I said, we had water beds during this age, right? Where I'd get that sensation where I knew something was going to happen. And this SOB would be in my room and plop down on my bed. And I would you could feel it and hear the water splash when you sit down by the, on the foot of my bed. And I'd just be like, you know, like, what do I do? <laughs> I was like, get out of my room. <laughs> but that wasn't the times I had sleep paralysis. The times I had sleep paralysis wasn't, was like, I turn off my TV and I'm about to go to bed and what normally is lit up in my room all of a sudden goes really dark and then i'm like looking around and all of a sudden something is there and all of a sudden i can't move can't breathe can't talk can't do anything and then finally forcing something out finally makes a squeak all of a sudden things lighten up and i can catch my breath and then another time that happened it was like i turn off the tv about to go to bed i kind of get my covers situated i look down and it looks like there's a black cat curled up on my chest and as I see that, it happens again. I freeze up, can't move, can't talk, can't breathe. Finally, a squeak comes out, and I can breathe, and that thing that was curled up on my chest is no longer there. Interesting. And you've never had any experiences yourself growing up in that house? No, nothing in the house, no. I mean, I would hear also... I mean, I, I would hear things creaking, you know? And, and it sounded like I would think someone's home. I, I'd, be, I'd be home alone... Like Dale said, our our bedrooms were down in the basement, and I would hear, you constantly would just hear creaking in the house, but there were times where I thought I heard, oh, someone's home, and I go upstairs and no one was home, you know, I was just like, oh, there's a lot of, sounded like footprints up here, so, you know, I don't know what it was I heard, you know, I don't know if it was a spirit or if it was just the creaking or, or who knows what, oh, oh, you know what, oh, this just reminded me, all right, I just got reminded of something in the house. So one time in the house, this was, again, right when me and Dill lose our houses and we move back into my parents' house. And I, so I used to work um, like in the afternoon. I had a part-time job in the afternoon and Dale was, was working in the morning and my, both my parents did. Everyone worked in the morning except for me. I worked in the afternoon. And so I, I woke up, I'm home alone and I take a shower and I kind of leave the door, like I didn't close the door all the way because I'm like, you know, I'm home alone. So I, didn't, I just kind of closed it, but didn't shut it all the way. And I'm in the shower and I hear, and I go, yeah. And then it hits me, I'm home alone. 
So I turn off the shower. I'm like, oh shit. My my bedroom was right next to the bathroom. So I ran into my room and right underneath my bed, I, I have a gun. So I grab my gun. I'm thinking somebody might be in the house. I run through the house. I'm stark naked, dripping wet with a gun. <clears throat> and I run through the house, nothing. I look out, because like Dale just said too, we live on the corner. So I looked out the window to see if I can see somebody like running through the yard or hopping the fence or something. Nothing. Don't know what it is. I can't say, you know, it was anything. Well, the thing is, is if somebody was knocking at the front door, you wouldn't hear it from where the, you were in the bathroom in the basement. You would not hear someone knocking no, on the front door. No, it sounded like someone knocked on the bathroom door. And it sounded like, door. yeah, someone knocked on the bathroom door. Or, I wasn't sure if it was the bathroom door or the bathroom window. I, I couldn't really tell. I instinctively want to say it was the it was the door, but, you know, it could have been the window. But like I said, when I ran upstairs, I looked out the window. Well, not only that, with that bathroom, if someone knocked on the window, you would have seen the shadow of somebody leaning oh, towards point. the window, knocking it. Yeah. That's a good point, too. Oh, so you know what? That was interesting. And I and I told Dale, I'm like, I don't know if they thought I was Dale. You know, I don't know. And they were trying to be like, oh, he's bad. Let's mess with him, you know. And this, this guy looks like him. <laughs> so another thing that happened, that just reminded me about some other stuff, being home alone again. Um... So there was this shell chandelier thing that my parents have hanging above the stairs. And every morning when my brother would go to, he was in middle school and I was still in elementary, my parents would leave for work and I had about 20 minutes of alone time before I had to walk to school. And every morning I was alone, as soon as I was alone, those, that chandelier would start vibrating and shaking. There was no vents anywhere near that there's no airflow in there whatsoever. I've inspected that 10 times over to find what could cause that. Well, anyways, it would freak me out every morning to where I'd leave for school early. Even in the winter, it'd be freezing. And I'd still go early because that shit would scare me. Well, I remember watching one of these shows where they talked about where they were having paranormal activity. And they said, you can yell at it and tell it to leave you alone and it'll stop and it'll leave you alone. So one morning it did that and I yelled at it. And I was like, leave me the F alone. And that stopped, suddenly just stood still and freaked me out. And I left early again because that shit was scary. <laughs> but but it stopped doing it after that. After that happened and I yelled at it and told it to stop, it really did stop. It never did it again. That's crazy. Like, I've never experienced anything like that as a kid. So I can only imagine, like, what you felt and how. So I'm going to tell you right now, through. what we've experienced together, which is pretty phenomenal, what we've seen together is nothing compared to the shit that I've witnessed as a kid. I've seen more as a kid with my own eyes than I have to, as an adult seeing what I've seen. With your bare ass eyes? With my bare ass eyes. <laughs> wow. And, um, but what's crazy now is what I experience now is I see them in my head and not with my eyes anymore. And I've been able to validate that with Brandy by telling other people what I see and her telling them the exact same thing or just me pretty much just asking her flat out what is this because you know and then she just tells me and i'm like holy shit that's exactly what i saw well i mean there's a residential you went on where uh you called to tell me about it and i started telling you what you were getting at the like oh yeah it was it was a little girl this what happened this this is what you got and it was funny because like i started telling you about some of the stuff that you experienced i wasn't even there and uh, when you called to talk to brandy about it she told you the exact same thing so uh, it's it's kind of cool, like, how the three of us kind of pick up on the same stuff. Obviously, like, she can hear yeah. and see the spirits. You and I are still kind of hear. Like, I can't hear spirits at all. I don't really hear them either. It's more like a conversation that happens in my head. 
Sometimes it sounds like my own voice in my head and sometimes it sounds like their voice, um, which might sound weird and you might want to put me in a straitjacket, but <laughs> that's just kind of how it works for me is, is like the information will just kind of pop in my head. I'll just suddenly know yeah, things. Yeah, I was going to say, for me, it's not, I don't hear voices. It's, I'll know certain things, but I won't know everything, but I'll know certain things, like whatever it is they want me to know, I guess, if that makes sense. But, but yeah, I can't hear voices, nothing. It's just, I'll know some things. But that's about all, you know. Oh, yeah. And sometimes I'll have, it doesn't happen often, but sometimes I'll have, like, a full-on conversation in my head with the <laughs> spirits. Um, I mean, there's been... I there's, should probably try to do some shit. Maybe try to just see if I get answers back. If I, I don't think I've tried to actually just... Maybe I feel like I'm talking to myself, but I'll try it. Sometimes it does feel like I'm talking to myself, but it's actually... I mean, it's information I'm getting from the spirit I'm trying to communicate with. Uh, so sometimes, like I said, it does kind of sound like them in my head, but for the most part, it sounds like I'm just having a conversation with myself. But I'm getting information about a spirit or someone that I'm around, like doing a reading on, that I shouldn't know. But I'm just like, it's like I'm telling myself this information about this person. And, I mean, it's been pretty accurate with the people that I've, I've worked with. Uh, so I, I, you might want to try doing... Uh, meditation, like kind of putting that out there, asking your guides for that assistance, uh, saying that that's kind of what you're looking to accomplish, mm-hmm. and uh, they they'll probably help you with that. Um, so, with this, uh, we normally go about an hour, but uh, this one because it's a special episode, we'll go as long as we want. Because it's a Buku Boy um, exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so unless there's anything else you want to talk about, maybe we can jump into the uh, tattoo parlor, or if there's anything. No, let's get into no, let's get in the tattoo parlor. Yeah. Can yeah. we say the name of the parlor? I yeah. don't know if they're Raventhorn Manor. Okay. Yeah. So I know you guys have been there several times. Uh, this was our third time. Uh, so I actually got the opportunity, like I said, to investigate with these guys, and on this time, um, I got several EVPs. I've already shared a couple of them with yeah. these guys. Um, I'm going to let them upload some to their their social media, and we'll be uploading some to our social media. But we got, uh, this is why I was saying, like, spirits like to swear at Dell, because um, <laughs> yeah, I got several, I even heard it, like, on the Echo Vox as it was going. Um, I heard it drop the F-bomb, and when we went back and listened to it a little bit more, you can hear it say, go effing away. Um, it sounded creepy, too. Like, like the tone was, a, was, was really creepy. Um, we've we got answers to some of the questions we asked. I know you yeah. asked uh, who the president oh, was. Oh, that was a good one. I'm, I'm not going to say what the answer was. Yeah. I'm going to let us post that and, and see if people can hear yeah. it. But it did respond and tell us who was president when they were alive. Um, every president has multiple syllables in their name. Just imagine that. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no way. Like I said, this thing uh, kind of runs through the raven, and this president's name is nowhere in the raven, so... Um, Just like, think time period. This wasn't present day. This is, uh, this is they're talking about when they which is were. Why I asked. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is a good. So, that's a good question too. So I know you guys. You've been there a couple times uh, before. We all went together. So what? What kind of turned you on to this place? Like what was going on? Like what got you to there in the first place? So it. Uh, so they listen to our podcast. Well, I not yet. I started interacting with the owner of the place with Jake. Oh, okay. So he. Uh, He's local and started up this tattoo shop, and I started following him and uh, was checking out some of their work. But I also was uh, liking their 
house that they put this tattoo shop in. This was this okay. old house up there in, in downtown Salt Lake. And he even started putting out there that their place was haunted. He was like, come check, you know, come get a tattoo here at his haunted uh, manor, you know, t- putting it out there like that. So I I messaged him and asked him, you know, what kind of stuff's going on here? You know, do you mind telling us some stories? We'll, we'll talk about it on our uh, podcast. He's like, oh, for real? Like, you guys have a podcast? Let me check it out. So he started listening. He's like, hey, why don't, why don't you guys come down and investigate and then do an episode about it? We're like, you got it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> So we came... he's been really cool uh, to work with. Us. He's been awesome. Oh yeah, he's been way cool. Jake's the man. I'm pretty sure he's not going to be opening this up for like public events or anything. Like no, that. no, no. Because no. so we'll, we'll they have their personal, that... they have their own personal equipment there and stuff. Their tattoo stuff. It's really expensive, so they're not like having any. Well, yeah, no, I know we kind of mentioned the name. I'd, I'd ask that you guys don't like reach out to them and see if you can investigate. Um, we've pretty much taken care of everything that's there, so there's really nothing more to investigate. Um, there is a couple spirits there. And it's well, just... what was funny is I didn't... Um, the first time we went in there, and he told us about some of the things, the noises and stuff that was happening, um, I pinpointed exactly where the spirit was that was doing it and what he was doing, and I kicked his ass out, like, real easily. like, Because he was just like a type 2, just a jerk face. wasn't anything bad, but I was able to kick him out pretty easily, but I left all the other spirits still there. There's ton of spirits like you know that aren't causing a ruckus or doing anything like that that wasn't but anyways yeah the activity that he was having that was causing issues with some of the clients and whatnot is, is died down since he went in there. yeah so i didn't tell him that i had done that kicked that one out and then when i talked to him like a week later and uh was like so have you had anything else happen and he's like actually it's been very very quiet after you guys left I was like, well, I kicked the spirit out. He was kind of a jerk, making all the noise. <laughs> He's all, okay, I can tell. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we still got some interaction though with the with the remaining ones that were. Yeah, still... on the on the first investigation too, you know, I walked into a room and you saw a shadow kind of kind of behind me. Um, we tried to replicate that. We couldn't replicate that. No, I think that, that was the shadow. second time. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. And we, we couldn't replicate that. Um, the first time we went there, we didn't get, like, a lot of, like... We had some good interaction, just not, like, great evidence. But right. good interaction. Um, the second time we went, that, that was in July of 2019, um, we got a little bit better uh, reaction, and we got one good Oh, uh, yeah, that EVP. Yeah. We got one good EVP. I, I, and I've got my phone if you want me to play it, too. But... Uh, we got one good EVP, but great interaction. We we had great interaction, and then and then this third time, um, again, we had some great interaction and, not, and a couple good EVPs this time. So it's it's, so it's a yeah it's a cool little spot, and and they're not going to yeah make it like a like, a public like a, place. Like a thing, yeah, like it's not a public thing. investigation place for sure. Yeah, I, I just don't want them to get like, it's, flooded it's, with it's calls sm- of people asking to investigate because they'll one I know they'll tell you no. Um, like, it's just they let us in as kind of a favor to them to kind of help them out. Uh, they don't really want a whole bunch of people coming in and, yep. and stirring things up. So it's just like, they're, they're like I said, it's just kind of, these guys went and helped them out, so they they let us in. I can tell you right now, almost every house up there has some spirits in it, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- I mean, this house alone is over 100 years old, and that tells you about every other house next to it, you know? And, mm-hmm. and All those houses and buildings that are, have spirits in it, I can tell you right now. It, it's true. So, Beaker, what you, would you think about the, the manor when we ended in there? Um, there was definitely one spirit that kept, like, pulling my energy or uh, shooting The one that energy. was at the stairs and the, it was on like, the landing? Yeah, so it was... 
you go up the stairs, there's that landing, and then there's the the room at the very the end closet. of the hall that's like a little closet. Uh, it's it's not a room yeah. that we went in, but that's where I kept getting pulled. Even after like we went outside and we we're getting ready to go home, I kept feeling the pull Interesting. to that particular room. And I, I told Peaches about it, and I'm like, we need to go back. Um, this, <laughs> uh, it's funny because like she actually she does her little magic trick where she can follow my energy back to where I was at and tell me exactly what was going on. Um, it, it was kind of I'm little sure, kid spirits. Well, actually, I think it was the dude that was swearing at you. Uh. Um, he, you know how there was the one was point he crawling where, around and tugging on your leg. You know, I thought he was at one point. Um, because I, I remember it felt like someone was pulling on my, my pant leg, and it could have just been the way I was sitting and, and moving. But before that happened, uh, you were sitting next when to I got that, that massage table. When I got poked? Uh, yeah. And when the, the K2 and my EMF meter just started going off the hook. Uh-huh. Um, you want to talk about that a little bit? Well, you go ahead, because I, I don't I, remember, I remember too much just, about that, because I was there. obsessed with the whole part about me getting touched. I'm like, ah, No, you were, you were sitting there in the chair. You were, uh, I know, a Devo, you were kind of like dozing off. I was dozing off. <laughs> it was, I'm this like was, dozing off now. <laughs> this, was, this was probably about 12.30 in the morning, 1 o'clock in the morning, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, it was towards the end of our investigation. Uh, you were sitting there, and you're just like, holy cow. Like You picked up your K2 and just started holding it uh, over your right shoulder. Oh, in that room. And, yes. and showing us that the K2 is going off, and then you got my other EMF meter that I have. And it was singing and, in my ear. And this thing, like, it's not as sensitive to the K2. It, it takes a lot to get this thing to go off. And when it spikes, it will turn from the screen from green to red. And it was literally sitting there on the massage table at 0, 0.0 uh, milligauss and as soon as you picked it up it jumped up to almost 10. Well because I could feel him climb up on that table right next to me and he was Like what do you sitting. feel when you say that? What does that mean you feel? Him? Um okay imagine like a force of energy hitting you. Okay. Um and it's like getting stronger so as it gets closer it gets stronger um best way is so like your hair on your beard you don't feel me touching your chin, but you'll feel that as I'm yeah. getting closer. That's how I kind of feel stuff. Is like the the force of things getting closer to me. It's like a it's like a accelerating pressure. Okay. Um, but it also feels very staticky. Very, um, you know, I'll, it'll make my I'll goosebump out. My hair will stand up, and I feel the pressure get close to me. Okay. And I felt it get right up against me. And you've witnessed me do this multiple times at other places. I'm like, hey, watch this. <laughs> but um. But um, I felt it come up on me, and so that's when I was like, oh, shit, he's right here. <laughs> he's showing you guys. <laughs> yeah, you put it over your shoulder, and it started going Like, off. we were at, Tim and I were at a residential, and there was, I, I was interacting with this old couple of the spirit that was in there, and I thought it was just the old lady, and then later when we were, went back in there, do you remember this one? Uh, not at the top of my head, no. Yeah, this one was, uh, I, I did the same thing. We, we went in the room, but the, the spirits weren't in there, and then I felt... I felt them come up against me and they were standing against my back looking over my shoulders. I'm like, they're back. And I showed you with a K2 on both sides of my shoulders that was going off. It was in a residential. I think it was in West Valley. Hmm. I think I think you were upstairs. It was the, the spirit was an old lady, right? Yes. I think I was in the basement talking to the... Well, you came back up later. I interacted true. with this old woman spirit two times and then that's when I was able to tell... like. I knew exactly where she was sitting on the bed when they were t trying to tell the story yeah. about where the room was, where she is, and what she does. I'm like, oh yeah, she's right here at the corner of the bed. Oh yeah, I do. I even that. brought that's, them in, yeah. and they, I had them speaking. That's with, that's before with them. we went down, and we were 
taking care of the stuff in the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I do remember you showing so me So this that. happens to me exactly a lot. Which... Spirits come up behind me and will stand behind me a lot. And I don't know if maybe my spirit guide, they feel safe behind him because he's a big dude. But but anyways, they, they stand behind my shoulders and look over my shoulders all the damn time. And I could feel him do it. And luckily, these devices that we have now can actually show people what I'm feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And I wish I had my, my thermal camera charged. I had the my phone that I used that on charged, but I forgot to charge the thermal. That would have been fun to see what it looked like on, on the thermal. That would have been cool. Um, I'll have to remember that next time we're there. It was, it was a really fun uh, investigation, fun experience. Uh, we... He, we went. We stopped at the gas station and brought chocolate ice cream. <laughs> yeah, you want me to explain that? Yeah. So uh, on the second time that me and Dale went, um, we, we we were getting good interaction using the ghost meter in K two, and it kind of just kind of got stagnant for a while. Uh, and I don't know why, but I just asked the question: Make it light up if you like ice cream, and it came back right away. And I was kind of asking, like, what, what flavors do you like? And and uh, I, I just kind of it just kind of seemed like it got excited about the whole idea of, of chocolate flavored ice cream. And then it went away. And at the end of the night, uh, I did something interesting. I've never I don't know why I felt compelled to do this, but there's a little landing where you kind of said you kind of felt pulled me and walked in. And me and Dale went in there, and I just we put the SB7, the Echo Vox. We put all these devices all over the floor. And I said, hey, house meeting, everyone gather here. I, I didn't know what was going to happen, but I just did that. And I said, Yeah, you're house like, meeting. house meeting, everybody. I'm like, everybody, report. report, you know, come on. Let's. And um, I just was asking questions, and it was getting towards the end. And so I usually don't want to tell the story because I don't want to manipulate what you think you might hear. But because right away you hear me ask the question, I got to give some context to it. But... I just said, hey, if you can say the word chocolate or chocolate ice cream, I'll bring some back next time I come. So I'm going to play this EVP, and you guys can tell me what you think you hear. Make sure to turn the volume up. All right. Can you say the word chocolate or chocolate ice cream? So, you know, it, for me, I thought I said chocolate in... And I just said, did it just say chocolate? Yeah, that was instant. I was like, that was like on cue right at yeah. the moment. And I mean, that was just And you didn't really notice that. You're like, I don't know about that until we played it back in the car. And you were like, oh, wow. That was significant. So I'm going to, I'll play it again here. And I just was like... <laughs> Yeah, that's Y'all the, hit the floor. That's the first time I've heard that, and it, it, in my opinion, yeah, it definitely says chocolate. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, I mean, that's pretty clear. In my that's opinion. very clear. Because we hear things all the time. And it's like I don't know. You, you kind of guess. So that was pronounced but, and it was on very cue. Pronounced two syllables. Very and it was distinct kinda, word. I mean, there was. Yeah. You can't get more distinct when you say say this word and it says that. Yeah, word. <laughs> so I'll play it one more time, and uh, that way, if you're listening, you can hear it again. What's yeah, funny is it, it kind of it almost does like it almost like mimics your tone like the way you said chocolate yeah and it, it it it's definitely not your voice but it it 
the way it broke up the word chocolate like that, yeah, it was kind of similar to the way you said it. Well, too. and because I try to pronounce my words because I talk really fast, so I've learned if I try to pronunciate better, I slow down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a good point. Now, and I don't put I when I change the settings on that on the Echo Box, I don't use any mic. So right. I, so I don't so it's not intaking any mic feed. Oh okay, so funny story. A couple, like uh, a few weeks ago, my sister-in-law was just asking me about if I'd done any recent investigations. I'm like, did I ever tell you, did I ever play that EVP for you? And about chocolate? She goes, no. And I go, listen to this. So I play it. She's like, oh, that's, that's really creepy. So this was a few weeks ago. And I was like, you know what? I probably need to go back. Because I, I said I'd bring chocolate ice cream if they said it. I need to go back and bring chocolate ice cream. Again, this happened in July of 2019 and in February of 2020, I'm showing, I'm playing this for my sister-in-law. A few days later, Dell says, I just talked to Jake. We're going to go back with, with Beaker and investigate. And I'm like, okay, I got to stop and make ice cream pickup because this is too <laughs> coincidental that this has just happened. And so, yeah, we stopped off, got some chocolate ice cream and brought it because I do not want bad juju following and me. And those spirits weren't eating it, so we had to eat it all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I brought some as well, not because I wanted to use a trigger object. It's just I'm fat and I love ice cream. <laughs> it was delicious. We were all on board with that. Yeah. <laughs> we were all fat and we all love ice cream. <laughs> do you have some more EVPs you want to play from that night? Um, or no, he's going to save them? I'll, I'll um, see if I can cut them in. Or actually, I'll just, uh, I've got them cut uh, in okay. the MP3s. And I'll upload them as videos on the Facebook page. I'll, I'll wait okay. closer to when this airs because uh, we're actually recording this about a week and a half before it's actually going to be released. So I'll wait until closer to when this airs, and then I'll upload them on the uh, the Facebook page. I got the president one right here. If you want to, no, yeah, you want to okay. do that one? Do you okay, do the president, do or do you want to wait? Well, we we don't have to say what we think it says. We can just play it, and people can just kind of hear yeah, it. Yeah, let's out. just play. Let's. Uh, that was like, a good one. Words so are damn hard. good. Yeah, let's play. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, like we words said, context. The word context on this one. Uh, Devo asked, "Who was yeah. president?" I just I don't know why I just just asked like who's the president? Cause I just wanted to get an idea I'll, I'll of the you, time frame. The time frame. Cause I'll, t- I'll tell you another story. The second time we were there, when we were in that landing, I said, "Hey, let's have a group meeting. Let's have a house meeting." I didn't physically see, but in my mind. So when Dill says that, like I, I see things in my mind more. I kind of get it because I'll, I'll, I'll have a flash sometimes. And what I did is I had, in, actually in this room, in this exact room, I just pictured a lady in kind of almost like a Victorian kind of outfit, which I hate saying too because you hear that a lot too. But it just comes in my head, and her hair's kind of pulled up. Mm-hmm. She's got like a white blouse tucked into yep. like a long dress or skirt. Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Like we were, yeah, we were and both this part right here. In, that yeah. in the well. shirt, the, the yeah. blouse goes up the neck. Yeah, it goes yes. up the neck. Okay. <laughs> yep. And she's I see her. That, she stands at the top of the stairs. Yeah, because she was <laughs> against that room. Holy shit. Okay, my mind is getting blown right now. But I just imagined her with her arms crossed. Yeah, with her arms crossed and her leaning against the door frame, looking at me in the landing, going, What are you doing? Like, you are making a. Spectacle so of yourself. remember when I said when I came in and the woman at the top of the yeah. stairs, that's her. Oh, interesting. <laughs> all right. Interesting. So anyway, that was the second time. So this this last time, um, I just asked the question, who's the president? I'm just I'm just curious to get time frame. And uh, so I'll play this part. I'll make sure I pause it before you hear me. Me and Beaker kind of start talking like, did it just say? Yeah. So I'm going so to try to stop that. it in time. 
But let me make sure I turn the volume up higher. All right, here we go. President. Let me go back a little bit, sorry. President. Go all the way back. So context real quick. I asked the question, who's the president? You hear Dale sniffle, um, just so you kind of get an idea. So I asked, who's the president? Dale has a sniffle. Then you hear two syllables come through. Well, go all, right. all the way back. I am. Okay. All right, you hear that? I'm gonna play it again. So I asked the question, who's the president? Dale sniffles, and then you hear two syllables. Come it was actually three syllables. Yeah, three syllables. Oh, so, yeah, I'm sorry, three syllables. Who's the president? So. And we are actually able to confirm this um, using the Ghost Meter Pro, uh, who we thought we heard, and uh, you know exactly which, which, which president era. it was. So. I, when this airs, when you guys listen to this, you know, feel free to comment and, and tell us who you think it says. And I mean, we know who we think it says. Uh, yeah. We're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna kind of leave that one a little bit of a mystery for you guys, so you can see if yeah. When we heard we, it, me and Beaker looked right at each other like, did it just say? Yeah. We both said we're like, oh my gosh. I'm over there going, does anyone have a tissue? <laughs> so, yeah, we want to see if you guys got the same, or heard the same thing we did. We don't want to kind of tell you what we heard. Because um, that will kind of influence your hearing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Is uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Uh, I'll, just, I'll just say just real quick. You know, if you if you want to hear me and Dale's uh, podcast, it's, it's Buko Boys B U K O, and the the things we're talking about uh, with with Dale and and uh, our experiences growing up. That was episode seven, titled "Growing Up with Ghost," and then the one with the Waverly Hills. That was episode thirty six, called "Waverly Hills." So if you guys want to check those out. Cool. So um, <clears throat> I'm going to do our Stone of the Week. Stone of the Week. Uh, we're we're going to skip the word paranormal news this episode uh, because I didn't look one up. So And we had enough news with us. <clears throat> yes. It, I think this is actually a really fun episode. Um, and I know it went a little bit long, but you guys... People just, will enjoy it. You just deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this stone, actually, I hadn't picked one. I pulled up uh, right when we started recording. Um, I started scrolling through my crystal Bible, and uh, Dell here is like, "Why don't you do how's it Galena? Galena." He's like, "Yeah, why don't you do Galena?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay." And it was literally like I swiped over one page, and there it was. There it so I'm my like, "Okay, it must, it must be that's the one we're going to talk about." <laughs> so. Uh, this week is it's Galena. So what this is, it's a, a metallic gray uh, in color. I'll bring one for you. I have that. Um, we can also. I keep saying I'm going to post pictures of stones on, on Facebook, and I never do. But uh, maybe we'll actually follow through this time. Um, I know we have a, we've got a, a camera recording us as well um, that might get posted. So I don't know if you can see this. Maybe you want to hold it up to the camera over there. Um, but yeah it's it's metallic gray in color uh it's appearance it can be a small shiny mass or a larger granular and kind of knobbly that's a good weight to it 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 is pretty heavy yeah it's it's pretty nice that's actually cool so we'll we'll figure out here in a second uh what it does because i've never heard of this before um it's rarity it says it's available from specialty outlets and it's uh, mined from the united states britain and russia now, some of the attributes of Galena is it's a stone of harmony, bringing balance on all levels and harmonizing the physical, etheric, and spiritual planes. 
It is a grounding stone, anchoring and centering. It aids in holistic healing. Uh, it is excellent for doctors, um, homeopaths, and herbalists. Uh, it encourages further investigation and experimental traits or trials. Sorry. Uh, it also opens up the mind, expanding ideas and dissolving self, limiting assumptions from the past. Uh, as a healing stone, it reduces inflammation and eruptions. Uh, it stimulates circulation and benefits veins. And it increases uh, simulation of uh, selenium and zinc. Uh, it is beneficial for the hair uh, as well. Now, the appropriate place to position this is just as appropriate. Um, it is a lead-based, uh, as a lead-based uh, elixir, uh, it should be made by the indirect method only and applied externally to unbroken skin. So it looks like this is one of those, um, you definitely don't want to drop straight into your water. Yeah, lead-based. Um, yeah, lead-based. It, it could potentially kill Don't you. get it wet. Um, but yeah, they, they do make water bottles that have like compartments to put crystals in so they're near the water but not actually touching them. Um, my like suggestion is if you're going to use it with water, uh, fill your water bottle up or get a plastic water bottle, whatever you use, and just get the stone near the water on the outside and just kind of put the intentions of the stone into the water and it should work if you're using that, uh, if you're going that route with it. So I like this one for meditation just because of the limitless possibilities with it and the healing factors of opening my mind up to new ideas and trying new things. And you could say I'm an herbalist. Is <laughs> <laughs> you could. Um, yeah, so that's actually a pretty cool stone. Again, it's called Galena. Um, I, I have an idea for a, a show, a YouTube show, that I'm currently working on. Um, I know I, I keep talking about posting all these crystals on... Uh, Facebook or YouTube or whatever, um, and I might work with Dell on this, uh, putting together a YouTube show where we do Beaker the, and the boys, where, where, where <laughs> we do the Stone of the Week, uh, but instead of having it on the podcast, we we'll eat actually, them. We will eat them. Apparently, <laughs> uh, no, we'll actually you know do a recording, kind of like what we've got going on here, um, and show you the actual crystal that we're we're using and that we're talking about. And it might just be like a little quick five minute video every week or so. Um, it's just an idea I've been throwing it around uh, just to kind of actually get out there for the people that just want to know about the stones and don't have to wait to the end of the episode. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, what I've got for so this what do you, week. So what do you like about that stone? you like that stone now? Um, Is it opening your mind up to it? You want to well, get one? <laughs> kind of. Yes, it's you very do. It's shiny. It's very, this one uh, in particular, It's I've never held this before. Um, the energy on this thing is just awesome. Well, it's, I've done a lot with that guy. I'm sure you have. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's got some really good energy to it. Like it's it's definitely one I'll look into uh, purchasing because not only is it it's shiny, um, it's got it's got some good energy. That's mm -hmm. basically the best way I can describe it right now. Is it's it's uh, it's I calming. I don't want to give if you don't if you, you, it goes missing. Um, you'll know where it's at. It'll be at Derek's Beaker's house. butt. <laughs> Smuggling out of my house. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. Um, but I think that's, we'll call it there. We're almost two hours in, so... Uh, oh, we're just getting warmed up. <laughs> I, I hope you all have enjoyed listening to this episode, this special episode of the Bugo Boys. Thanks for tuning in. 
And we'll catch you on the next one. We love right. you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody. Peace out, butterflies. Peace. You've been listening to The Supernatural Hour at AdvancedParanormal.com. The Supernatural Hour is part of the Radio Ronin Network found at RadioRonin.com.